At JCPenney, we know you miss us, and we miss you. So, what if we said we had a store that's open all day, every day? We do. It's JCP.com or the JCPenney app. Need a swimsuit? We've got them. Something new and cute for summer? Look no further. Exclusive JCPenney brands plus your favorite national brands? Yes and yes. Check our site for the latest coupons. And when you spend $49 or more, standard shipping is free. JCPenney. Exclusions apply. See JCP.com for details. Celebrate the 4th of July from the comfort of home and save on must-haves during Kohl's Friends and Family Sale. This Thursday through Sunday, take an extra 20% off festive tops for the family, patio furniture, and get 10% off outdoor toys. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, limited contact store drive-up. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid June 25th through 28th. 20% off with promo code FAMILYSHOP. 10% off toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Tony Permanenzi. Uh, we're here at Modest Brewing Company in. Well, I think I'd say it's it downtown. North Loop. Loop. You would call it North Loop. North yeah. Loop. Yeah. 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 And I want to thank Modest for letting us come out here. Uh, had some nice emails with those guys. Um, we're drinking their beers, of course, guys. And they have a ton of beers. And they just turned the lights down. Here. Yeah. yeah. Weird. It's like mood it's, music. Yeah. Podcast lighting. Podcast lighting. Podcast lighting. Yeah. Um, I got the Noise Floor DDH Cream Ale. They just came out with it yesterday. Okay. They released two beers yesterday. This one and Mallow, which is a marshmallow pilsner, I think. I saw that one. Yeah. I'm going to try that next. Now, this thing is uh, its a cream ale, but it's uh, DDH. I want to double... Double dry hop. Double dry hop, yeah. You can taste the dryness of it, uh, but it's its fantastic stuff. It's good stuff. Nice. Sterling, what'd you get? I've got the uh, bite-sized chocolate vanilla stout. Ooh. As always, I lean towards the dark beers right. initially, so this is really good. It's nice yeah. and smooth. Yeah. You can definitely taste the vanilla. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good drinker. Nice. Stevens? Yeah, and what, what, what did I tell you up at the bar before we started? I, I, almost, had to, I almost had to get the yeah. stout because that's what yeah. I would always get. Well, yeah. I ended up getting, going with their uh, first call. And that's a uh, cold press coffee lager. So oh. it's not stout. I went with a lager, but it does have the heavy coffee flavor. Really nice. good. They say it's good with breakfast or brunch or, I guess, alone like I'm having it. So. <laughs> it doesn't look like your regular coffee lager. You, you wouldn't know oh, it by looking yeah. at tell. it. You could tell. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is, and I should say this is my first time here at Modest, a great space. I love yeah. talking about yeah, the space. Yeah, mine too. But I feel like I've been here before because Modest is one of those, you know, craft breweries that you can definitely find in a, a, a lot of liquor stores out there. Yeah. And I know... I've had Modest before yeah. out of a liquor store. I don't remember which one I had. Probably one of the regular beers because I've got a bunch of regular yeah. beers. So, mm-hmm. um, Connor, what'd you get? I got the the Albert the Third. It's a West Coast IPA. Um, I, I'm a pretty exclusive IPA drinker, so I went with, obviously, my typical choice. That's a good one. It's uh, it's very hoppy and uh, 
it's a, a little citrus, but it's uh, it's a good one. That's good. We kind of, kind of cover all our bases here. Yep. I was going to say if I'm I'm almost not so much anymore that now that we're doing this pod, but I'm almost exclusively a lager drinker if there I can and stout. I should mention, yeah. but so at least we've got the IPAs represented. Um, the space here is a, it's a great space. They've got uh, garage doors that can open for the summertime. Mm. I did see a couple places around here where their patios open. Yeah. There are people out there. It's yeah. 45 degrees outside. Patio yeah, it's, weather. It's a bit yeah. different from the last episode. Yeah, when we yeah. had snow and everything like that. Yeah. What, 10 inches of snow? Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. They have a little, uh, they have like a little private area back here. They've got a, uh, a free video game, a free uh, Miss Pac-Man video game back over here. Oh, is it the tabletop? It's the tabletop. Nice. Yeah. And they also have one of my favorite games ever, Cruisin' World, right back in the corner back Oh, here. my goodness. Oh, okay. I could be on that machine for hours upon hours. And so. I, we, I sh- we should mention, I just had to look it up. I, you know, I'm su- almost a little surprised I haven't been here because I'm a relatively frequent visitor to uh, Target Field. And yeah, it's, it's right down the street. It's an 11-minute walk. Probably, yeah. probably if you're ha- you half of that. You can see it. Yeah. You can yeah. see the uh, yeah. kind of their, uh, what do you call it, their... Area where they kind of oh, watch like the plaza, the plaza area. type yeah. area up here. You yeah. can see that from up the street. So uh, yeah, this is now. I'm glad. I'm glad we're here. Now I know I can uh, maybe hit this place up before. So we can come here before, game or before Johnny's bachelor party. If, yes, if I'm here, and that would that would most likely include a loons game as well. Uh, yeah, the nightcap. The nightcap. Yeah. The one thing I, I'm noticing is uh, Sterling behind your behind you has some pretty wacky artwork over here. Yeah, I just took a picture of it. Yeah, yeah, that thing is. And me, so they'll have to see me. Too. <laughs> it's like a, it's and I like mean, an astronaut on a journey from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, somewhere colorful, <laughs> somewhere uh, dangerous. Yeah. I, yeah, and I should mention for I because we get I, I think we have a lot of listeners, a lot of listeners that are into supporting local and craft beer. And I yes. will say this: I, that this this place, modest, is actually. Um, They've built a custom brewery here. You can tell they have a lot of space back there. Uh, I don't know what their capacity is, but it's going to be way up there compared to some of the breweries that we've been to. But it actually, their brew house is actually centered around um, the region's first mash filter. Now, I'm not an expert. I I don't know exactly what that is, but it's the region's first. And it basically says it's a piece of equipment that allows them to use any grain in any percentage and using a fraction of the water that would normally be required. Nice. So We're saving that's, water. That's kind of interesting. Very nice. Cool. Um, I do want to mention one other beer they have here, and that is the Tabletop Session IPA. And what's interesting about it, I think they just released it in cans. You can get it in the brewery, but they have it in cans in stores. And what you do is you buy the beer in the can, and every can has a character on it. And it's a role-playing game character. You take that can, there's a website on there, you go to that website, and they've teamed up with a like a role-playing game company to make a website to go off your character on the can. So yeah. you get your character in the can, you're drinking it, you go to this website and you play a role-playing game while you're drinking this beer. Nice. So they've kind of gone into huh. that type of deal. That's cool. So, yeah, interesting stuff. Um, before we get started, I want to mention that, uh, you know, Dave, you weren't here last time. No, and I, I should clarify that I was yeah, you not were, out working. I no, was actually on vacation. Yeah. I was, and then you mentioned yeah. the snow. I was I drove from my house to the airport that Sunday morning. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, it was an interesting drive, to put yeah. it at least. But I made it, flew out safely, and uh, enjoyed a nice vacation with the family. So um, while you're waiting, you know, Connor stepped in. And we've had some comments on uh, social media about uh, if we should keep you or... Uh, let you go. <laughs> you know, I, and I believe me. Of course, I, I'm. I listen to the yeah. podcast, of course, and I thought you guys did a great job. And basically, I, I, I'm fighting for my job here. I, uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But somebody with the initials. I can never replace you, Dave. Somebody with the initials J A. I don't J-A. know who that would be. Huh. Yeah. No idea. Jim. 
I think it's John. Oh, oh, Jenny. John Andruski. I oh, think it's John, John Andruski. Oh, yeah. okay. He said uh, Dave is a pencil and he should not be on this podcast ever. Oh, boy. That sounds like. I would usually disregard his opinion. That sounds like something Chris would tell him to say. Nobody. Nobody commented on it. You're fine. Well, I will say you guys did. A, that was a great podcast to listen to. Uh, it was kind of. It kind of felt a little surreal listening to you guys and not yeah. being part of it. But yeah, yeah. it was great, and uh, glad that Connor uh, is here to join us. And I'm just happy that we have four microphones now. Yeah, so we have four. Right, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, I have said in the past that this uh, spring and early summer is going to be tremendously busy with my day job yeah. traveling. So. Unfortunately, I may have to miss a few, and it's nice to know that Connor can step in and do a good job. Well, yeah, hey, I'm glad to be on board with you guys. Thank you guys yeah. for having me. Yeah, you only have like two vacation days left. Dave. I'm sorry, oh, to talk. Boy. That's, that's oh boy, part of your package. So. Yeah. yeah, we in order to get we more, don't you have really to talk give to HR. out a whole lot of PTO. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the demand one one day every two weeks is not a lot. You need to start calling in. You need to start calling in on the on the, well, on the fan line. And the great thing is, is we're under thirty. Or 50 employees, so we yeah. can do whatever the hell we want. At, exactly. at least it wasn't a no-call, no-show. I mean, I told you I wasn't. That's true. Yeah, that's you didn't ghost us. Which you is submitted nice. your yeah. request accordingly. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's get into some Loonstock, boys. Uh, mm-hmm. We have some preseason games to talk about. Uh, how many did we have since the last episode? Like two or We've had three. Three, three And yes. they've all been and in Portland's uh, preseason tournament. That's yeah. right, it's a tournament. Yeah. And then I think they, I look at these as the real preseason. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Minnesota United put out their preseason outcomes with the FIU match and everything yeah. down in Florida. I mean, it's. I don't think that's really that real. No, I'd, I'd characterize that as more of a, a skirmish or a yeah. scrimmage. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, these were definitely the the final tune-ups. So figure things out. These ones are kind of like you know uh, Keith can kind of kind of look at his roster, play some. Reserves, see what they're like. Tinker around, tinker around. Basically, treat it like the regular season, and, and, like and he and does. That <laughs> I mean, we can, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, you look at the games. I mean, there were so just to go back. There was a game a week ago on the 16th Sunday against New England Revolution, and then they played midweek late against Portland Wednesday yep. night, and then they played yesterday to wrap yeah. it up against Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting in those lineups. They kind of like on the first game last Sunday, they basically went with what you'd call their first team lineup, sure, and then did a mass substitution. In late in the second half, and then in the second one, they kind of flipped the script and started mm-hmm. basically not necessarily even their second team, but some of their maybe third, third team, team guys, yeah. trialists, and yep. players that may or may not be on the roster. And then they finished up with a strong lineup yesterday. Yep. Uh, so I'm guessing we have some some uh, notes from those games. Yep. Yeah, there's um, a few things here and there. I, I know that. If, let's. I mean, let's, we can run through it quickly. But if we yeah. start with the, in order, we start with last Sunday's game against the Revolution, where I just mentioned they started a strong lineup. The only kind of missing missing player, missing guy was Opara, and he actually was in training out there all week, but he had to go back for a family emergency. So Ozzie. Was, oh, was you said Opara. Oh, I'm it sorry. was Ozzie. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Ozzie. Yeah, and they had. Uh, I think um, what was it? Aha. Uh-huh. I'm saying that wrong. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. in uh-huh. place of yeah. Was place it Ozzy? I thought no. It was, it was, oh, it was Ike. Ike. I thought uh, it was. Ike. And then Dotson played in place of Ozzy, who went oh, back to Miami. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So I mean, both those guys, Apar and Ozzy, yeah. probably had a. They haven't uh, had I, I think they haven't had enough. You know, preseason games or action as maybe they'd like, but yeah. they're both veterans, so you don't worry about them as much. But I, you know, we. Can, I don't know about your notes, but just let's start with a bang. I think the highlight from that first one was Arm. Armaria had two goals. He had a brace in that yep. one. So, and that you know, I think what does that put him on? I think three goals, and at that point, it was three preseason games. He's already up to four goals. Now. These don't count. They don't count. They don't count. They don't, they don't count, count towards the twenty-five. They don't count. 
but it's nice to see him. I think I think one of you guys in our comments you made the comment. Maybe it was Connor that uh, he was kind of like a. I, I'll probably word it wrong, but he was more like a, a ball hawk or what would you call it, uh, a sniper. Oh, oh uh, poacher. Poacher. poacher, poacher. Yes, yeah. and that, that's a good way to put it. At least on one of those goals. But it's nice to see him in the right places at the right time. And that's the thing that stuck out about me in that first game. Yeah. Or stuck about stuck out about him. He was in the right places. Yeah, yep. you know, and that's something that we didn't. Well, we've never had. No, uh, no. You know, Christian was okay with that. He was more um, of kind of a hold-up player, too. Yeah, but at Maria, he seemed to be exactly where you wanted him every single time. I think, he's, I think he sees the field better than either of the guys we've had in there before. I, I think he sees the field better than even Darwin. I mean, yeah. honestly, he just seemed to know where he needed to be. Exactly. And he was... He was doing a lot of move. A lot of his yeah. movement was yeah. was uh, distracting defenders. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, I, yeah, that's a positive sign. Oh, yeah, it is. Obvious. Yeah, you yeah. can definitely find that room behind that defense to just that open space where maybe Grey Goose can find thread that pass through to him right. and uh, just they'll tap it in the net after that. Yeah, yeah and yeah. that's basically how he's how Armaria scored the first goal was just yeah. a tap and it came from Molino. But yeah, the same <clears> idea. <throat> and he yeah. got his sec. He got the brace on a. Uh, penalty kick because actually uh, it was Robin Lude went down in the box and Armaria mm-hmm. confident and yeah. took that shot no problem he, like, he's not lacking in that uh, aspect either so um, yeah I don't know the other thing I mean, Miller looked pretty solid in that game um, ended up being a 2-2 final Miller was the only uh, only Minnesota United player to play the entire 90 in that one but he had a fairly solid game I think he had an even better game uh, yesterday in, in, yeah. in the loss against Vancouver. Yeah, you know, I think what what stood out for me in this game against New England was the the front five, basically four, including Greg Ush, um, seemed to really look a little pretty cohesive for mm-hmm. being their first legitimate kind of game uh, in the preseason. Yep. And it, it it just seemed like the movement, they seemed they looked to understand each other pretty well. Yep. Uh, it, it was it was good. I I felt quite positive coming out of that match that they they were they were gonna do do something pretty pretty decent. Now, Starting to gel. The yeah. subs you know I say say what you will about the substitutions. Um you know, there was a lot of creativity from Chacon. Uh, the guy's a speed demon. Yeah, well, he's small. Just incredible. Yeah. He's... That kid is like... He reminds me of J.J. Uh, Barea, former Timberwolves player, now plays for Dallas again. But, like, he gets the ball or anything. He's just like... Like... It's like yeah. a pinball machine, man. See him. Yeah, I mean, and like you're right, and then we'll get into probably the second against Portland. He, he looked even better, but I mean, the guys that I mean, it was a mass substitution in the 75th minute. Against yeah, the yeah, Ru- there wasn't yeah. a lot of time. To but right now. you did see it was. I think it was at least my, and I think our first look at Aaron Schoenfeld. Yes, uh, he kind of stood out to me a little in limited time, more so in the Portland game. Mm-hmm. But he stood out to me. And um, I want to say Raheem Edwards, but I'd be getting a little ahead of myself at yeah. this point. But, uh, you know, they came in and, and, you know, carried on and looked okay. But Yeah, so then we uh, go to Portland. Yep. Well, we're, no, in, we're Portland. in Portland. We're in Portland, we're in Portland. Yes. Uh, 
I, I think that game is interesting. I don't know that we can take a lot from it because Portland, their lineup was a lot of youth, a mm-hmm. lot of. I think they had like two trialists. It sure yeah. was. It, it was pretty. And I don't know. No, you're right, and I made note of it uh, earlier. But that is, we basically started our kind of second, right? Second team, second third team mm-hmm. um, in that one. But it was kind of interesting, you know. They they actually Minnesota brought in their first team, the majority of their first team lineup, like with in the 75th minute. Yeah. yeah. And at that point, Portland had their youngest. Yeah. They, players yeah. Out it was there. like. <laughs> Probably not even on the 18 roster. <laughs> but I mean, that included two trialists for Portland, too. Yeah. As well. But we should mention that. Uh, it, I mean, it goes to show you um, whether you want to make a case about how strong Minnesota United, their, their team, will be this year, and we will later. But uh, it does show you the depth of, of, of the Loons. Oh, yeah. That's, um, and I think that was one of the main things in the offseason was not only getting yeah. forward and offensive help, but also building depth on the back end. And we've done that. Right, yeah. yeah. The trades we've made and all the other stuff, we've done a lot of depth in the back end. And, and the yeah. big thing is is not only building depth, but building quality depth. Yeah. yeah. That Dave was talking about. You know, Raheem Edwards looked fantastic. He had a brace yep, in had, this game. Yeah. Brace, yep. He had a brace in that game, yep. Uh, Toy looks pretty good. I, ha- I have a hot take about him. Uh, about his, his assist? assist on on the Raheem goal. Oh, yeah, I think, we saw it. Where he chipped yeah. across the box. Yeah, we saw I, it. I... I I mean, fantastic that it worked. Yeah, I called it a beautiful chip. You, you thought he played the wrong Chacon pass. Chacon was right there yeah. for mm-hmm. a, an easy shot. Yeah. And it, I, I think to me that says Toy is still too young to know what pass he should be picking up. Yep. And Agreed. he's going to get time now yep. to kind of grow himself right. if he takes it. My right. concern with young guys always is, I mm-hmm. think last year he thought, He's going to go in this year as the as a starter. And credit to him, he more or less he more or less earned a starting position with, with the Loons. I mean, right. he basically took over for Angelo and and and, 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 and the, so. signing of, the signing of Amaria tells him he's not. He's not right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he did. But the thing is, with a lot of his uh, his goal scoring opportunities last year, he came on as a super sub. Yeah, last right. year. So that's, I like him in that role. Me too. Than I do as a starter. Yeah, and it, you know, I think there's. There's some room, not that Heath would ever do this. There's some room to to argue that maybe at some point in the season we're gonna have to see Amaria and Toy up top together. Well, because yeah. well, if they there, if, there's if Heath plays the yeah. sometimes plays the four three three like right. he did sometimes last year could do that, yeah. which he did sometimes in big games. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I switched up for a big game. Why not? Right, and you know. One more thing. I mean, one more thing I want to say is that uh, Ranjit Singh actually looked really well. Looked really good in this game. Uh, made some couple brilliant saves early. Yeah. Kept him in the game. It's and good so I was very good pleasantly surprised. He's, I mean, so he's pretty. Now we know yeah. DSC is on loan, so he's yep. kind of the clear cut backup yeah. at this right. point. Yeah. But it's good to see him perform well in that game. I, I'm shocked that DSC went down. Where do you go to? Arizona, Tucson, something like that. He went south. Phoenix? San Antonio. San Antonio. Right? San Antonio. That's okay. what it was. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't go to Madison. Well, Does Madison have a good goalkeeper right now? You know, he didn't get minutes at Madison because of 
uh, Sylvester. Okay. And I'm pretty sure Sylvester's back. Okay. Madison had a couple good goalies last yeah. year. I think yeah. that was a problem. He yeah. struggled to get in there. But yeah, just to confirm, you were right at San Antonio FC. Yeah. He's out oh, Yep. So. so he's not backing up anymore. We have. Uh, I'm not even going to try to say his name. I can't say Ranjit it. Singh. Ranjit, Ranjit, Ranjit Singh. Ranjit, Ranjit Singh. Singh. Yeah. Okay. That's the first time I've said it right. Ranjit Singh? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I actually it spelled it out phonetically on my notes so I could get it right. Can I call, <laughs> yeah. can I call him Randy? I'll just call Randy. him Randy. Greg Randy? Yeah. Or Greg RJ, Randy. maybe. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah. we'll, we'll come up with him. If he, uh, who knows? I wonder if it's going to be, will we see him? I mean, remember last year, Manone played every single MLS game. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah you know, I we, think we didn't really have a... Like a, a developed backup for Vito no. last yeah. year, though. I, I don't think Heath had a whole lot of faith in Bobby, so we just saw. Well, Bobby went to Sacramento, the and then Saint Clair was yeah. our backup, and I don't think that Heath wanted to put him in at key moments of right. the season. Yeah, and Bob Bobby was with the team most of last year, though. Correct? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. left in midseason. Mid- yeah. It was midseason. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I think it was just Vito and and DSC. It was, um, and yeah. DSC only played. I think one of the friendlies. Yeah, yes, he was a friendly Arteta. guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, we'll say. I mean, both those, you know these as we talk about these preseason games, they've been. I think one thing I'd say is as far as preseason soccer goes, and we, I know we've made the comments that it's sometimes hard to judge. You know, like any preseason, but yeah. uh, it, they they were in inter- entertaining games to watch. Yeah. Um, they were. It's nice getting back into the uh, groove. Right. And I don't know if you got. Did you guys have any problems with the streams? Or I, I watched. I watched no, all three I, of them. I'm no. fine. I, I you know, I don't understand. I saw somebody in Golden Valley couldn't get it. Yeah. I saw someone by the airport couldn't get it. I wonder. I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's how they're trying to get online. To begin with, and maybe they're going through a VPN or something. They're getting yeah. free. I have no idea. Yeah. I had no trouble. So I live way out in Plymouth. So. Before we get out of the hole, we have one more game. Yeah, we got one. Yesterday's okay. game uh, against Vancouver. Vancouver. Yes, so, and yesterday. Well, we should say, I don't even know if we said, so against uh, New England, they ended up uh, drawing that one 2-2. Yeah, two, yeah. Two. Yeah. They actually beat Portland's, Dave, you said, you know, call it what you will, weaker mm-hmm. lineup. But they ended up winning in an entertaining game, 4-2, uh, to two, the Loons did. And then yesterday was against Vancouver to finish up the preseason. Nice. So, yeah. and, and Vancouver, what you would suspect would be the starting lineup. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they, I do not feel like they looked good at all yesterday. No. Uh, honestly, I mean, I thought the first half was okay, was was decent, above above decent. But the second half, before substitution started Ooh. coming in, uh, it it was it looked rough. It was brutal. I mean, my, look, just looking back at my notes, I did watch that game, and uh, the only really positives I could say were that the. You know, the, the Loons' defensive backfield looked solid. Tyler Miller had, I mentioned him earlier, Tyler Miller had a great game. This, they could have, Portland could have, or I'm sorry, Vancouver could have opened up the floodgates against uh, the Loons if it wasn't for Tyler Miller. He made a couple of tremendous saves. Um, but yeah, it was, ooh, it was a rough second half. A goal, goals, and it, as it turned out, multiple goals ended up coming for Portland, or Vancouver. And, yeah, you know, I think one thing that stuck out to me was I felt against New England, Lud looked pretty good. And then against Vancouver, Lud looked, eh, you know, I think he could have a very short season. Mm-hmm. If he if he looks like what he did against Vancouver, his season's going to be very short. Yeah. I, I really do. Uh, and about against New England, too, keep in mind New England played a couple of their their star players that game, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gustavo Bo was there and Adam Buxa was there. Uh, and to come out of that with a draw, and we didn't really play our first squad. That's a that's a pretty neat 
turnout there. It was interesting yeah. that, I mean, I listened to Cal's, Cal Williams' pregame comments, and uh, he made the case that the, the match against Vancouver was going to be their toughest test of the preseason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's probably more, not necessarily, he thinks Vancouver is going to be a much improved team. You know, they have some additions, Cavallini and uh, others, but... I think that was maybe probably because of the lineups that each right. of the teams yeah. were fielding. And then they, he knew that Vancouver was going to be playing their kind of first-team lineup out right. there yeah. yesterday. Yeah. And I they certainly did. Um, that game got chippy. Uh, it, yeah, there was a lot of pushing and shoving. Let's see, where, what was it? Uh, it? Yeah, it started early on, too. Uh, Ozzy, Ozzy Alonso got a yellow card. Yes. Put, now, there was a lot of back and forth beforehand, but basically Vancouver was lining up for a free kick. And Does that count? Ozzie, Looking at the replay, you could see Ozzy come over and literally just shove the Vancouver player to the ground. And Does it was, that count? It was like, wow. The yellow cards, I was th- I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, they do. I don't think they do. But I'm, think I'm so. assuming if you, say, got two yellow cards, you'd be out of that particular game, yeah. the yeah. preseason game. But it was there was a lot of chippiness, aggression, bad blood, it looked like. Uh, well, and I saw a couple of reports on Twitter about that. Uh, they were saying that maybe one of the Vancouver players might have said something to Ozzy beforehand. To oh, make okay, him I saw that, that too. He yeah. must have. Effing Canucks. He yeah. must have, because yeah. you look at the replay, <laughs> and I mean, I was watching live, but you look at the replay, and it's like, what is Ozzy doing? He just yeah. came over and shoved him to the ground, so yeah. there had to have been a little back and forth prior to I that, mean, it was but. obviously incredibly passive-aggressive, oh. because Canadians they are like the friendliest people <laughs> on the planet. Oh, so. yeah, a couple of things. Yeah, so this, and then this game got interesting, too, because uh, Ga- Gasper had a couple lapses defensively, but then he actually oh, really? ended up... Uh, there was a penalty call because he had handball in the box, but they went to VAR again, and as it turned out, because his arm was so close to his body, didn't touch his outstretched hand that sure. they reversed it. But then shortly thereafter, Bach, uh, Cavallini got past Boxel, and then Boxel dro- drug him to the ground, and he scored a penalty goal. Yeah. So, well, I mean, there was some drama and action in this one. I did want to bring up something from the second, the, the second preseason game that I forgot, and we can keep rolling, but... There's a new rule in MLS this year. I don't know if you guys noticed that during the play, run of play, if a ball hits the referee mm-hmm. and the ball the, they, the team with possession loses that possession, mm-hmm. the ball goes back to that team. Wow. They, Interesting. That happened against, uh, against Portland, and I had not seen it. Oh. But it's Interesting. A new rule. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I don't yeah, like that. I don't like it either. In some cases, if you hit, if you let's say you're trying to pass the ball and you hit the referee, isn't that you're on you in a way? Yeah, yeah. it happens in the NFL all the time yeah. and NHL. Yeah, I mean, I think what they should do is instead of giving you possession, mm-hmm. pause the play. Yeah, allow you to take a kick at the referee again. Sure, for you getting go. in your way. Yeah. So just square it right up. That's right. And then continue play. Mm-hmm. Still losing possession, but continuing play. Or another idea I have is at wherever their possession was happening, at the referee, have two of your best players come up and do rock, paper, scissors to figure out who gets the ball. Sure. Best yeah. of because I'm best telling, of it's seven. I'm telling you, if a ball hits a referee, it's a 50-50 chance who's going to get the ball back. Well, right, yeah. I mean, who cares? You know? right. It's uh, been happening for I hadn't heard that ever, for a Big thing on the preseason, guys. Bigger than players, development thing. Who is going to replace Jamie Watson? No one. Are they not mm-hmm. getting a silent report? Doesn't sound it like sounds it. like it. Doesn't sound like what it. What the? Now this yeah. was only in, this is the preseasons for those of you who didn't uh, watch. So they had Cal Williams was announced the first game and the last game, and then they had Portland. Uh, yeah, we live in Portland's yeah. team announced the mm-hmm. second preseason. But during these, this is typical preseason. Like Kendra yeah. didn't make the trip. Sure, uh, she would be in the booth normally. Yeah, so. you know, I, I think 
the the explanation I saw was that uh, the the broadcasting rights mm-hmm. for FSN are yeah. up this season. Okay. So they're not going to make any changes. And then coming next season, you're running into MLS's broadcasting rights. Mm-hmm. Right. Coming up in 2022, 20, I think it is. Yeah. So they're like, we're just not going to touch it until they, they get that. Can they get that one from Houston? The, the girl? Oh, right. She's really good. She's good. Oh, but I personally think they should get Jerome Tiesel. <laughs> there you go. That'd he be speaks, neat. I thought, I he's thought he's yeah. English very well. You guys were yeah. still trying to get the Houston sideline reporter as part of the pod. Oh, we tried. To replace me. But no. It, I it, saw, you, got, you got Connor instead. Yeah. I saw somebody on Twitter. Connor, we settled for Connor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody on Twitter put, we should get Ibsen. Yes. I was just like, that would just be no, fun. No, no, good no, time, no, good no, time. no, no, no. And especially no, no. since he doesn't speak. Exactly. Exactly. Good Lord. It'd be intriguing. Yeah. I'm sure he'd have a lot of interesting things to say. If you're listening, uh, United, uh, I could be your sign reporter. Just I just need beer. I don't need an actual like yep. salary. Just give me some beer. I don't even need beer. I'd be okay with just doing yeah. it. Tony, unlike our, our days up on the rooftop deck watching yeah. games, you're going to actually have to watch the game and no, not, not, drink, really. not no. drink so much beer. Drink around, talk to the guys. I was just talking to uh, this guy named Dotson over here. He's going out tonight uh, party at this place. So, right. yeah. Back to you, Callum. There you go. See you. Well, there's, there's your interview. We'll see what yeah. happens. You know, I mean, not that we're saying Jamie's job was super easy. No, no. It, but yeah. the thing with Jamie is he always had that thing with Heath. Him and Heath, I think, yeah, yeah. had that connection, and I, I think that Jamie was fantastic. You know, mm-hmm. and we're gonna miss him a lot, definitely. You know? And not having somebody down there like talking, kind of in that area, and yeah. saying, "Hey, this is what I'm seeing right now." It's gonna be kind of a blow to the to the whole broadcast. I think. Yeah, I, I think I can see that. Yeah. Being just thinking about now, like with Jamie Watson in uh, Nashville, mm-hmm. what his interviews are going to be like with Abu Dhamladi now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. I suppose. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe that motivated his change. Maybe. Maybe. I got to follow Abu down there. There you go. Um, before we get out of the preseason and get into our predictions for this year, we need to talk about the Reynoso soap opera. Just, let's just, let's just, I'll just put a little bow on the preseason uh, you know, now that we're done. So they ended up finishing that tournament 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Yeah. Uh, Overall, it looked good. Um, I do want to mention that in that last game against Vancouver, the second team actually had a, a scrimmage against the University of uh, Portland. So there wasn't a whole lot of subs in that game. A couple interesting ones I do want to point out is one that I kind of like if we start thinking about maybe our starting 11 or who we like. There was a lot of uh, bickering about Lude yesterday on Twitter, yeah. I noticed. But uh, one, a sub that I kind of liked, and I'm, gonna, I'm a Lude fan, but I'm, I'll save that for later. But uh, Dotson came on for Lude in the eight, late in the game, 83rd minute, and uh, that moved Molino out wide left. And I right. uh, thought that was kind of interesting. And But, uh, yeah, all in all, it was a good preseason uh, to finish it up. It's amazing that, to say that we're done. We're looking forward to next week. Are you saying yeah. you're a Ludi? I'm a loody. We'll see. Well, maybe I'm just because. Bu- hey, I'm not blind here. I I, I watched the games. I watched all the yeah. games last year. I know where these complaints are coming from. But yeah. maybe I'm just like drinking the Kool Aid on yeah. everything that I've heard this preseason. We'll see uh, about yeah. his. You know, now that he's more, he's had more time with the team. Yeah, he's had a full off season. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I'm just drinking the Kool Aid. Training. I, sure. We yeah. saw flat. We definitely. There was. I thought it was interesting that 
we saw plenty of flashes from Lude in the second game mm-hmm. against Portland, and I shouldn't say plenty. We saw a few, mm-hmm. and we saw a little bit in the second half of yesterday's game. So I'll leave it at that for now. But good preseason all in all, I would say. All right. Let's go to Reynoso, Soap Opera, 2020. Oh, boy, here we go. So we, on Twitter, we've seen some things about Watson going down there, being yeah. down there for a while, and then we saw some a things of Reynoso doesn't want to be here, and then the next day he does want to be here. Right. Then, then Watson extended his stay, and then he came back, and he was going to go back, and now today he, Carter used to put on there that he, he's not, not going back. He's not going back. And, it, you know, I, I mean, obviously – these negotiations are very complicated yes. when yeah. you're talking about bringing a player from, you know, what is that, three, 4,000 miles away? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, well, they're dealing with Pope Juniors, they're dealing with his Tulare. Tulare, yeah. He still owns a part of him, his right. agent, himself. I mean, it's it's there's a lot to it. And it, even the fact that Watson came back without a deal, it doesn't mean much. No, it, no, it doesn't. That it wasn't finalized. No, no. Yeah. The and fact the, that he cl- canceled his trip now... It could be hopeful. Uh, apparently, be. he had a trip yeah. that he canceled. Yeah. Uh, that could be negative. It could, could be, be positive. positive. It could yeah. be positive, yeah. though. Just saying that they don't have any more negotiations to go through. Just yeah. to kind of right. put Bebelo's uh, signature on the dotted line. Right. And it, I'm, I'm curious. He's in the 18 tonight. Yeah. Are they at home tonight? Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. I didn't look. Because that could be a big thing. If he does a... A late game substitution at home. Yes, that could be a, a swan song. I'm done. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Boca I mean, Juniors is at home. Today. You're at home. Okay. Yeah. So the reality is, he's going to come to the U.S. to sign the deal. Potentially. Yeah. He's got to come here. You know, I, I we expected it to be done before today. Well, yeah, we did. Whether done is. Yes, done is no. Well, but I, I'm not that. I expected. I expected some sort of either we did it or we're done. We're we're done. There's we're we're too far apart. Yeah, we're gonna keep negotiating and just let it tell us that you know. Right. But no, we're kind of still in limbo. We're kind of like. Well, and it, the reality is, is Darwin didn't come to what game four? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. Three, four. So it, it's not like. Well, how long were we in? I'm not that concerned about it. How long were we in negotiations with Darwin before he came? Though no one actually, I don't think anyone knows. Yeah, the first we heard about it was maybe three weeks prior to him signing. That's yeah. what I thought. So I mean, so I mean, but that's a very different situation too because yeah. Darwin was an outcast completely. Yeah, he was a troublemaker at at Club America, and so. It was. It's pretty easy. We want to get rid of him, take him type of situation. You can take what you want from all the Twitter yeah. stuff. Uh, I, my deal is this. It's still not technically over. Right. Yeah. It's not well, over until they say it's over. Well, it's right. not. It, technically, it's not over until, well, for now, it's not over until the MLS transfer window closes. Exactly right. It's not but until yeah. May. Like, I have a feeling that if it's over, you're going to hear that. You're going to hear Boca Jr. say, oh. we're not Doing this, you know, and, and and you might even hear some somebody from us say it's yeah. not happening. And I know, like the, uh, the Boca Boca Juniors coach was talking about the possibility of losing, you know, Reynoso. And um, yeah, but the yeah. one thing that you made a comment of is that uh, the their their transfer window has closed as Correct. of Friday, yeah. and so they yeah. can't bring anyone in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
it's a it's just a it's a soap it's, opera, man. It is. It's yeah. crazy. I guess you could at least call it frustrating because, like, you, li- yeah. you know, uh, two weeks ago you're sitting here, not here, but you're sitting talking about the fact that well, yeah. it'll probably be decided by yeah. now, but it just keeps going right. on and on. I guess my point right now, and I'm sure he'd said to the team, we're going to move forward. Like he's not coming, which is what they've been doing, right? And we're going to go from there. And I don't think that. Do I think? The Loons become a playoff team because Reynoso comes? No. No. Do I think the Loons become a better team if Reynoso comes? Yeah, of course. Do they go sure. up some in the standings? But I can take it or leave it right now. Right. And, you know, I think that's a good segue into mm-hmm. our roster selections. Yes. Prediction time. So we're going to talk about right now is uh, who we think starting 11 is going to be each of us. And then also we're going to predict where the Loons are going to place in the Western Conference. Right. We're not going to go into where everybody else is going to place because that would take too long. Yeah. And we're not going to predict we're going to win the championship or whatever it is. No, we're just going to say, here's going to place, here's the starting 11, that's that. Well, Before we get into it, though, MLS.com had the predictions out already. Yes. Let's... Does anybody have that up right now? Uh, I have it I, I basically have the, the cliff notes of that, and I can start I with just that. Want, I just want to see. I just want to go through the list of people who predicted where the loons would be. Okay, we'll let maybe we'll let somebody pull it up, but I'll here, I, I got will, it. I yeah. will start with it. Basically, it was kind of a shotgun, and, and the, there's experts. There were seven of them. Yeah. They had they predicted Minnesota United to finish anywhere between third and tenth in yeah, the that's West. That's right. I got it right here. So, and the worst of that. Ten. 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 Connor, who was that? It was Marcelo Balboa. He predicted him to finish tenth. And I don't think that was the boldest prediction he made because he predicted Sporting to win. To yeah. win the whole oh, thing, yeah. 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 And it, it's like, I don't know what he's smoking or drinking or injecting. Also, I mean, for the record, I did predict Sporting KC to win the West last year. But, you uh, did, I yes. won't be doing that again this year. But, yeah. I mean, and I, I've got notes on this, actually. The only thing Sporting really did was add uh, Polito. Yeah. I mean, well, they added another DP, too. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what was his name? Is that Winston uh, Reed from West No, Haven? he's... I think... Well, he, I, they might have added... I don't think he's a DP, but he's... I think they might I mean, have for the most him. part, they didn't do a lot. Yeah. And it, honestly, Polito... Eh, I don't know. So, I just think Balboa's just... He's just crazy. I, I think he had dropped on his head. I think he fell off a bridge or something. Let alone the fact that he has Minnesota in 10th, but in 6th he has Colorado, and in 7th he has Houston. Yeah, too. Colorado. Yeah. That's no, another no, one. No. Yeah. no. Uh, so, yeah. I'm just wondering if this guy even watches MLS. I don't think he does. Now, to, let's put it in perspective. So because of the way that the experts project had him had the loons finishing it was they basically ended up with there were seven experts yeah the average now that 10th prediction didn't yeah. help but yeah. the average was, was six, six just six. over six yeah so which so and i'm gonna in my predictions i'm gonna talk about that because i'm telling you there's not five better teams than the loons in the western conference but Agreed. But I will say this. Remember how tight, you know, you had you had LAFC running away with it last year. But then you have to remember how tight that, you know, oh, know. essentially second, at least third through seventh or eighth yeah. was. We were one win away from second yeah. last year. And, I mean, yeah. it wouldn't have taken much they, to finish a little bit lower, yeah. you know, than fourth last year. They could have dropped down to sixth or seventh with, not maybe not seventh, but it, it wouldn't have taken much, yeah. I guess. So, right. Sterling, let's start with you. Starting 11. 
and where they place in Western Conference. So, is there any surprises here in the starting eleven before the end? I, 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 I just don't see. Well, I'm going with who I want to start. Well, no, I think it's going to start. I, I'm going to I'm going to say who I expect, maybe, and then caveat it with something else. So, I've got uh, Miller, Chase Boxel, Ike Romaine, Jan Ozzy, as I think all of us probably agree. Yep. yep. Uh, and then across midfield, left to right, I've got Lud, Molino, Finlay, and then Amory up top. Now, oh, and that's, that's that's the expected. That's, that's I think right. that's what yeah. it's going to expect him. But now, however, yeah, I think it should be Chacon, Molino, Lud, left to right. But we're talking about game number one. And game one. I think that's what game yeah, one. My first one. Is and I think that I'm on. The, I have the exact same as you do. So I think we're on the same page as game yeah. one. It's going to be those. I think it's going to be those guys. I mean, yeah. yeah does anyone have anybody different? Anybody different, different than what he's got? No, no, no. I mean, not, I, not no. for expected. I think it was. I, 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 if you're asking me who I think is going to be out there a week from day, I, I think across the midfield, I think it's yeah. Lou and Molino Finley. I, this I is good. That. I thought we we're going to have more than that, but I guess not. Uh, well, the one. I mean, my only comment was. I mean, I love to see what Chacon did in the preseason, especially but, against Portland. He flashed his brilliance. But he's still raw. We, everybody knows that. So that's why I would not exactly expect right. him to see him no, in the starting I'm talking, Like I said, I'm talking game one, yeah. 2020 season. I will season. say this. It's going to be your safest yeah, 11. Safest and that's what yeah. I hinted at it. And depending on how, I mean, obviously, Minnesota United is confident in Robin Lude. But the one, unless if he doesn't perform and maybe they had, maybe they had questions coming out of the preseason. I know some of the fans did. The one I hinted at it, you know, in the final preseason, I wouldn't mind seeing Dotson come into that center role and pushing Molino out left. Um, so the problem I have with Dotson is that's that's doing what we did with Schuler. Yeah, it's inverting a guy that doesn't yeah. belong. Yeah, and I, that's the problem with Dotson is he doesn't have a place on this roster except to replace Ozzy. Yeah. yeah, well, and it, I don't. And maybe he yeah. doesn't have a place. And that's just one thing that I throw out there. And maybe he doesn't have a place. But what I could say about him, and what you could say about him, is he does at least have some position flexibility. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He can drop down and play defense. He can right. be in We've seen him play defense. Versatility. Got the so at least at least he has that going for him. Where he's going to see the field this year. Is it yeah. in the starting eleven? Yeah. Right away, sure. probably. I remember when he played for for Romaine when Romaine was out on yeah. duty. I, he did great. He did great. Yeah. You know, that's what we need to have. We need to have guys like that. Yeah, know? exactly. So I think we all the same starting 11. Let's go to predictions because yeah. Sterling, where do you think they're going to place in the Western Hunters? So I have third place with 60 points. Yes. Okay. So same it's an me. increase overall. Yes. Place nice. and points. Yeah. That's the same as me. Wow. We're on the same page, buddy. Wow. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I thought I was the optimist. You were like the pessimist. <laughs> well, yeah. sometimes I, maybe it caught me on a good it's day. Probably, maybe I was drink, drunk. Drink a lot of whiskey last night. Maybe, were you putting uh, this out? Yeah. Stevens, what you got? I mean, I did. I I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be hosting a playoff game in yeah. the first round again. And it's I struggle to get them into that third spot like you did. So I think maybe I'll take the easy road. I don't know if it's easy road. I'm going to I'm going to slot them into fourth. Okay, fourth in the West. Uh, I, I do see a slight uptick, and maybe the the standings will be a little more top heavy with some strong LA teams and Minnesota and you know all the other contenders. But uh, I see them with a I see, because of their depth. 
Uh, their schedule isn't quite as condensed this year. Um, I know they could have, uh, there's going to be international call-ups. You could see Dotson and Gasper maybe get called into the Olympic roster. Yep. Uh, but because of that depth, I, I see the United coming out with a few more points, maybe pushing that 60-point uh, mark. Right. Maybe I'll, I would say 57 points, okay. but still I'll, I'll say fourth place. Connor, what you got? I'm going to put him in 10th, Tony. No, no you're not. not. Shut up. Um, I'm, I, I think I'm... I'm with Stevens on this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna put him in fourth. Okay. Um, uh, I think I'm gonna have him behind LAFC, the Galaxy, and Seattle. Right. Uh, they might slot into third depending on how Chicharito fits into LA Galaxy. I don't like I, the reason why I put him in third. Is I don't like Galaxy this year because I, I just think that they're prime for a drop off. You know, they're just prime for kind of a, a lower type of thing. I mean, they, they've never actually been that good. They No, no honestly. Exactly. Not since well, Minnesota came in the league. And it, no. But, it, it like, last year was surprising. I mean, it was their defense, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, it was surprising. There's a lot of talent on that team. There you is. Know, you would expect uh, right. But there's results. two teams in the Western Conference that I'm afraid to play, and that is LAFC and Seattle. Right. Those are two teams I, I'm afraid to play. Yeah, you know, and I think back to the Galaxy we, we talked about this beforehand. To me, at most, they made a like-for-like like when it came to mm-hmm. Chicharito and Zlatan. Yeah. So I don't think they gained anything. And oh, no. personally, in terms of presence, Chicharito isn't even remotely deeper. Oh, and their now. offense so, went through Zlatan pretty much all last year. Yeah, I, I, I just so, don't see it. I'm saying is that I don't think Galaxy is that great. They have, they have these big-name players they bring in. And whoop de doo Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I don't they see them being that, any better. I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, I, I just don't see them being any better. Yeah, yeah. I think the, I the, problem, the problem last year is they centered everything around Zlatan. This year mm-hmm. they'll do the same around Chicharito. Yeah, of course. I just think Chicharito, Chicharito is going to fit into the co- the the coaching the, the, the sure. coaching scheme right. of things maybe a little better. And I mean, it, there, there is an argument there with yeah. the fact that Chicharito is probably a little bit more well-rounded. Mm-hmm. So if you focus around him, you're probably going to get a little bit more team out, you know, building outcome. But that's I, that's the big rub right now is can they get the whole team to play, right? And not just focus around one guy. Yeah. And it, I don't know. I mean, that's you get big names like that, and it starts getting difficult. Yeah. I mean, I look at Seattle and I go, "That's that's a team." Yeah, you know, that's right. a team. Well, right. They play together, and it, and it, you you can say that about LAFC too. Yeah, it's yeah, like exactly. That whole team because nothing is great. Not everything is centered around Carlos Vela over there. Right. No, they got plenty of good players. And that's what worries me about those two teams. Yeah. I think the United are a team. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say that. I mean, there's a lot of good teams in the West. There was last year, obviously, with the tight playoff race that we mentioned. But I guess my the reason I can't sit here and say, oh, they're going to finish second or they're going to make a push for the first place and, and a buy is, is just because you know we it's still unknown and we got to see it. We you remember they finished the Loons finished um, down the stretch with you know without a without having the ability to score a lot of goals. That's right. Yeah. But now, that was Darwin Quintero. That was 100 yeah. right. Darwin Quintero. Right. And, but now and we've got Maria. Don't disagree. Yeah. It, the only thing is it's unknown yet. And and that goes back to the MLS thing. You know we were talking about this also beforehand. MLS ignored the fact that Darwin Terrell was not that great last year. No, he wasn't. And at least, uh, David, as you said, it was ESPN. ESPN ESPN acknowledged him. 
and he it, came in and made a splash. Yeah. But then after that, people kind of started to catch on because yeah, we needed and, him. And we it, needed him to come in and make a splash. And yeah. I think I, I've said this on Twitter. Um, something that, in fact, from from our account uh, was that one. Darwin was inconsistent. Two, Angela wasn't any good, and we don't have either, either. of those two. No. So it's, I agree, we don't really know what we have now, mm-hmm. but in my opinion, we definitely didn't downgrade. No, Because right. our two yep. biggest issues in offense aren't here anymore. Yep. It was the Darwin thing, we needed him when he came in. Yeah. He scored goals, he won some games. But then when we started talking about team, when we started bringing all these guys in, like, hey, we're going to build a team, yeah. he hated that. Yeah. He wanted to be the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he was never going to win being the guy. I mean, he literally seemed to not care that Angelo wasn't cohesive with him. No. Right. That's a problem. Yeah. I mean, not only is it a problem for Angelo, but yeah. it's a problem that you won't even try. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it didn't seem like he really aged. He did. If you watch him during the games, too, you always notice that whenever Minnesota have had a chance on goal, uh, maybe Darwin's had it in front of net, and maybe it doesn't work out. Right. Um, it goes, it's and it's cleared out of the other team's half. Darwin takes forever to get back on yeah, the side. Yeah, right. he's pissed off. Because he just, he just didn't seem to care. Yeah, you can yeah. see his body language a lot of times. It just kind of... He'd always be throwing up his arms. Mm-hmm. He'd always be kind of sulking, whining. I just don't. So I, yeah. I think we come from this is that I think we're in a better spot than we were last year. I think we are. Defensively, yeah. we work awesome. Right. But that doesn't. If we don't downgrade ourselves defensively, I think, we have a yeah. great team. And, and you know, I think also we can still talk about Reynoso because we don't know if it's happening. Yeah. I don't think not getting him is that big of a deal. No. I really don't. I, I think a lot of people are like, oh my God, if we blow this, we're going to be off. One team doesn't make or break, or one guy doesn't no, make or break a team. No. No. It, it, it just doesn't happen. And it, I think if if we get him, mm-hmm. I would be willing to say we're pushing for that second spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I don't think... If, if we lose him, I don't change my position. I no, think it's I third place. I, don't I, don't I just don't. Yeah. I don't um, before we get out of here and go to break, though, there's one thing we have to talk about with Seattle, and that's the fact that they signed Miguel Ibarra. Miguel Ibarra. Yeah. And fans on Twitter were ticked off. Really? Shocking. Yeah. There's some people on there going, what the hell? They're going to the competition. It's like, yeah, but he's not going to start. A. He's, he might not even get minutes to be Yeah, clear. I don't no, think he's going to get minutes. Yeah. Yeah. There, I mean, I, I put, I, I was saying this on Twitter too, that there are 11 midfielders on that roster, mm-hmm. including him. And every single one of those 10 mm-hmm. have gotten at least, I think it was 500 minutes yeah. last season. He is not. No. I mean, unless yeah. he, unless he's a completely different player than what he was last nope. year, nope. he's not getting a and, lot of minutes. And I mean, he was. He And Seattle started a pretty good lineup uh, in their uh, CONCACAF Champions League yeah. matchup. I yeah. think it was on Wednesday. I didn't watch it or anything. But he uh, Abara was on the 18. Yep, he was. Did, yeah. not, yeah. did not did come not in. But, um, it's just we... Some fans in this area need to get past the whole nostalgia. Yeah, they do. I of agree. the Blaine into the Emma. I, I get it. We're nostalgic Wait, for that stuff. You know what? Right. But I, and, and you know, I get that. The, I get it. You don't like the corporate MLS. So are we? You know what? It's yeah. that's what it is. Are we past? Do we have no more Blaine connections, so to speak? I mean, no Calvin's more. the last one. Cool. Oh, Calvin. Calvin. Yep, that's right. Okay. Yep, that's it. And yeah. he, I think he's here out of necessity. Maybe. He is. Yeah. 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 But we. There's some people around here, and it's hard to say, 
They just need to get past the whole nostalgia thing. Yeah. yeah. It's a business, guys. It is a business. Yep. I mean, I, I think about growing up, my favorite player of any sport was Paul Mullen. Mm-hmm. When he left Milwaukee, yeah. it was like, well, that sucks. Yeah. But... It, it's it is what it is. Yeah. And you know what? Yes. I actually have a I actually have a World Series Blue Jays Paul Molitor jersey there you go. in yeah. my closet. And but then, reality is, is you move on. This is how it, you, ha- this it happens. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not just tied to the loons. I mean, it's, the turnover in MLS exactly. is exactly. insanely yeah. high. Um, I, 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 I would bet it's maybe an average of two and a half seasons that a player yeah, stays yeah. with. Yeah. The team. I mean, you got a couple of the. The mainstays in your organizations. I mean, look at Ozzy. Uh, yeah, how long yeah. he's with Seattle? And, yeah. But you get I a few of those Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. And you get a few of those players, but you you're literally a few. Like, there's only like if you're if you have a team and you're lucky to have a player that plays on your club for six seven mm-hmm. years, yeah. you're doing well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I want to give a shout out to everyone on Twitter. I saw a lot of good wishes for Miguel Ibarra too. Yeah. Like, good luck with Seattle. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, I, I, I say good, good time. Luck. Yeah, that's he, what I he say wasn't too. getting minutes with Minnesota. Go where you get minutes. It's like, it's, I mean, not with Seattle, but the past. They, the past is the past. I get yeah. it. He brought us yeah. here, but you got to let go of something. Yeah, and it, you know, I mean, it, it always comes down to this fan base is a bit entitled, and they have very strong opinions about the change from NASL. To MLS, yeah, yeah. Okay, they is very general. A small percentage of very mm-hmm. loud voices mm-hmm. have a very strong opinion about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. I mean, I get it, but we move on. We gotta move past. Wish yeah. them the best. Move on. Have fun now. Yeah. Enjoy this team now. Yeah, enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, let's go to break, guys. When we come back from break, we're gonna talk about. Uh, we have. Connor, you've got some uh, more history to talk about yep. in the last two weeks. Um, we're going to preview our opening game, right. which yeah. is in, what, two weeks? One week from one today. Week. Oh, it is short. one week from That's today. One week yeah. from today. Oh, my yeah. God. Going back to Portland. Oh, my God. It's MLS season already, boys. Yes. Uh, so we're going to preview that, and, of course, we'll have some funny stories to talk about. So we'll be back from uh, Modest Brewing in uh, a couple minutes. Okay. Grab some more beers. I think we grabbed some more beers. Did we grab more beers? I think we did. Yes. Yes. I don't know where that alcohol hit. Yes, we did. Yeah, yes, we did. Um, I grabbed the uh, Malo because these are two beers that came out yesterday. So Malo is a it's a double marshmallow pastry lager, I believe. Something like that. That's about right. Yeah. And it's very pillowy. I mean, you can't really taste marshmallow in it, but it's got a sweetness to it. Okay. Very good. I suspect that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I got the tabletop session. Oh, yeah. You going to play a little role-playing game? Yeah, the, uh, the New England IPA. Yeah. Uh, it's a very tangerine Okay. I think if I had to pick out a citrus fruit that is obviously common in New England, um, yeah. 
Yeah, it, it's very good. It's smooth. It's, yeah, again, I sound like a broken record. Nice. David? I couldn't resist, uh, especially after hearing David order it. I ended up going with a bite size, the chocolate vanilla oh, stout, yeah. and uh, yeah, it, it didn't disappoint. Uh, you know, I'm a stout fan, uh, like I mentioned, uh, and David's correct. It's got a very, very, I'd say I don't know. It sticks out the vanilla. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's, it's unique in that sense. So, Connor, what'd you get? Uh, I went with the Liquid Citra Crystals Ale. Uh, it's a New England IPA, and it, it doesn't really taste like a New England IPA, though. It feels it tastes more like a juicy IPA, in okay. my opinion. But I really, I, I, I think it's my favorite for today. It's it, it beats out the Albert III for sure. And there's no crystals. We were talking about there the are no crystals. Cool. There are no. actual crystals in there. Yeah, but there are does, no crystals actually in the. Beer. It does not look like Goldschlager. No, it's, oh, it's, def- it's yeah. definitely one of those beers that, it, and it's, I'm looking at their menu here, and uh, it's. It's one of those, if you were only going to order a beer based off its name, that's one that kind of jumps out at you. Jumps out yeah. mm, that sounds good. So, again, I want to thank uh, Modest Brewing Company for having us out, uh, letting us do our podcast here. They've been very nice. Uh, we have a game to talk about coming up in a week. Yeah. It's the opener. March 1st, Sunday. Unless, March, March 1st, 1st Sunday. From today. 6.30 p.m. 6:30 Central. PM. Central time. We had some uh, music. We're playing some big music right now. and. Yeah. No, not yeah. maybe. Maybe a Rihanna song. I'm just, <laughs> right. I, 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 I've heard people say, you know, it's been. It seems like it's been forever since we've had, no. you know, MLS soccer here. It hasn't. In my no. mind, no. it seems like yesterday. I know. Uh, yeah, it, it went really quick. It's a it short, did go really quick. Yeah. It's a short preseason, not as short as last year, but it is still oh. short. It just flew by for me. I just yeah. I can't believe it. It seems like just yesterday. I was wa- unfortunately I wasn't at the game, but I was watching the uh, the Loons playoff game against yeah. the Galaxy. And, uh, yeah, I mean it's yeah. it goes by really quick. I think it helps that uh, for some of us it helps NFL season is right around that time. NFL season goes super quick, and then you get into MLS again. So right. there you go. We're playing the uh, Portland Timbers. Yeah. In re- Portland. Yep, and which that was kind of that's what was kind of unique about I don't know if it's unique, but that was kind of special about the match this past Wednesday, the yeah. preseason because it was the same venue, same fixture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's it's the Loons at Portland. Um, and you know, I have to wonder if Portland purposefully didn't play their starters against. Oh, us. I'm sure they didn't. Yeah, yeah probably yeah. because of that. Yeah. And I, I mean, maybe that's also why he chose to basically do our B yeah. team as well. Yeah, flip the lineup in that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, you know, I think it, it, it is a little weird that we go out to Portland and then we end up playing in Portland. Uh, but it's cheap. Yeah. We don't have to come back. And it's Portland has also changed this year, too. They don't have Brian Fernandez anymore. That's right. Uh, yeah. He's gone. Uh, now they have Dyron Espria. Um he scored in the the Loons post the Loons preseason game against yep. us. Yeah, uh, I've heard good things. Matt Doyle has said a lot of good things about it, but um, I haven't seen a lot from him right. to make me believe in him. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I mean, Portland's always been a one of those enigmas where they they just kind of hang around. Yeah, and they don't really do anything. Yeah, they're they're not like kind of there. They're not bad. No. Yeah. And it, they're probably better than what they look. They just slightly underachieve. The middle yeah. of the road. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. 
it's an you, you don't. It's a crapshoot going into the game. I don't really know what I think. It's definitely an interesting um, match to open up the season with. It's, a, yeah. it's in the Loons' short MLS history. It's you know they have a history with Portland. You know they played. Yeah. They played. They started the, their, their MLS campaign in Portland in yep. 2017. Uh, yeah, that game. And that game was very a game we'd very much like to forget. <laughs> was it six one five five one? Think five, so. one. Christian Atlanta Ramirez. Six one. Uh, we watched it at Dave and Buster. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. And, uh, you know, even recent history uh, with the U.S. Open Cup last year. And uh, that kind of, what was it, two matches in three days or four days? Three or four, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, close games. I mean, I guess... You know, I don't know if we're going to get into score predictions, but well, it'd be hard predict- to predict anything. Let's do less. score predictions. Let's yeah. do it. Uh, Sterling, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to be bold. Mm-hmm. 3-1. Okay. Minnesota. Minnesota. Sorry. Yeah. I was going to just kind of let it hang. 3-1. <laughs> yeah, 3-1 Minnesota. I mean, it, it, that sounds completely insane as I say it. You know? Which maybe I might change it before we get done. Okay. Well, we know that we do... Our Twitter predictions. We do Twitter but, predictions, so right. these could change. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. but this is kind of our preliminary prediction. I'm yep. getting a queasiness in my stomach from saying that, so maybe <laughs> I might change that. By... Hey, it could be the feeling of hope. Well, that's what it was. Uh, Stevens, what do you yeah. think? Yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to stay on the optimistic side of things uh, and say that, yeah, I know that the, the loons are traveling back this week and then they have to travel back out. So you look at the you know West Coast travel going back and forth here. There's a lot of that. That is certainly a disadvantage uh, when it comes to getting in and settling into a routine. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to say that because of the familiarity they've spent this past week out there and they're familiar with the area, maybe... Maybe this won't feel as daunting of a task to open up the season in Portland this year. So I'm going to be optimistic. I like Dave's prediction of three goals. I'm going to go with that, and I'm going to make. I'm going to call the score three-two okay. final, and maybe okay. Portland getting a late goal. But I'm going to. I'm going to say that because I feel like the Loons can be strong defensively and will be. And then I think Connor, they're going to poach. You know, Armoria might poach a goal. Yeah. Uh, I want to see Molino and, and Finley pushing some balls in there, and I think it can happen. Three-two. With Portland scoring a late one to make it three two, so a good game. Connor, what you? Uh, I'm also going to be optimistic about this. Um, judging by what we did last year at Providence Park, we came very close to winning it at the last second last year. Right. Um, it was, of course, a zero zero draw. Yep. And I don't think Portland has really upgraded their team. They, uh, in fact, I think they may have taken a tiny step down. I'm going to go 2 nothing. Um, I, I think uh, Portland is going to have trouble getting started. Obviously, they have the home field uh, kind of crowd atmosphere cheering them on there, but I don't think it's going to count for much. I think Minnesota is going to be strong and pull through. Wow, wow a shut-up. Because hey, we will say, yeah, I mean, Connor mentioned it was the last time they were in Portland, 0-0, but then, you know, the two games in Minnesota last summer, yeah. they were one-goal games. It was now, one nothing and 2-1. When we started this, I was thinking 2 nothing as well. Oh. Oh. I'm going to add a little caveat to that. A little, little oh. bonus. Oh. Amaria Maria is going to get his two goals. He's going to get the braces. Oh. Good start to I a 25. 2 nothing wow. with him getting the brace. Starts off his campaign for 25 with 2 nil. So he's going to go into week two on track yes. for 68 goals. You know, this, is just a star- <laughs> this is just a starter, though. This kind of gets him off the hide a little bit. Everybody gets every pumped, you know, and then, yeah. hey, you know. Can, can I just do, like, a preemptive apology for the podcast? And I, I feel like if we're going to talk about Amaria a lot this year, I hope, 
in his 25 plus goals. But I feel like I'm going to say Amarillo. At least Amarillo oh. with the O instead of the A. At, at least Amarillo. Uh, I haven't yet today, I don't believe, but I yeah. feel like I'm going to. So you I know, just every want to time, every time I try to type it on my phone, it tries to switch to Amarillo. It's and that doesn't even, even make well, sense. The only Amarillo thing, is the, you know the Spanish word for yellow, so that might be. You know oh, you yeah. see, I don't Amarillo. Amarillo. What sticks in my mind, I think, and I've been there, is Amarillo. Texas. Amarillo. Yeah. Amarillo. 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 Now it's pronounced differently, of course, but that's yeah. what pops into my mind every time I see that kind of spelling. Yeah. So, so I apologize to our listeners in advance. So I just want to get that out of the way. Well, it's like me and Dane and Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne. Right. There you go. <laughs> Dwayne St. Clair. Yeah, Dwayne. I mean, Dwayne is a pretty good name. Yeah, it is. It is. But I'm going to say it. He's going to get two goals, get the brace. He's going to start, he's going to start himself off good. Everybody's going to be going, oh, he's going to get 25 goals. And then what's going to happen is he's going to have like a little lull. And we're all going to go, oh. Gonna freak out. And then he's going to, you know, he's going to be an up and down guy this year. It is. But I will say this. I think he's going to get two, but I, he'll at least get one. He's going to get one. Yeah. All right. I do want to give a quick shout out. The The watch party was decided uh, for oh. Minnesota United. Yes, it was. Um, it's at Brit's Pub. Yeah. Uh, nice. For the first one. That's the official, uh, the official Minnesota, Minnesota United, United watch, watch party. party. Will yep. the upstairs thing be, will they have it on the big screen upstairs? They did last time. Uh, yeah. They had the the watch party there. So I would assume okay. so. That'd be nice. Yeah. Well, put in the weather. Yeah, yeah that would Bundle be up, fun. have some hot chocolate. And then I should say for our listeners who can't make the watch party on a Sunday night, uh, the game's at 6.30 Central. I think I mentioned that, but it's on FS1. So it's one of the, I think, seven nationally televised games that yeah. the Loons will have this year. At least yeah. seven. There's yeah. a lot of They've them. They've got a That's bunch this year, yeah. which is good. It's the uh, nightcap, the Sunday night MLS yeah. nightcap. So yeah. Right after LAFC. Yes. LAFC and Inter-Miami. That'll be a good one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, ESPN at 4.30, so yeah, plenty... How many shots of uh, What's-His-Nuts will we see? Uh, Define David Beckham? David Beckham. Oh. How many shots of David Beckham will we see? I'm going to say three. I'm going to say he's not there. Oh, he's going to be there. Oh, he'll be there. <laughs> and we're going to see like ten shots of him. I swear. <laughs> oh. He's going to the... be like down on the side. No, he's going to be up in his little owner's booth, drinking some wine. See. With uh, Victoria Beckham, that's that's that's, that's a good, okay if they show her too. That's a oh, good. They'll show her. Too. That's a good point yeah. to bring up, Connor. Uh, you know, the inner inner Miami is is opening their MLS campaign in LA on Sunday, and then just give a shout out to Nashville. They're going to open up on Saturday night against Atlanta at home. Woo-hoo! At yeah, home, that's at least. Suck. Yeah. That's suck them. <laughs> yeah. They 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 may get to feel the yeah. welcome to MLS Minnesota. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we get out of the whole uh, MLS starting talk here, Cincinnati is a shit show. Holy shit, is that a bad situation? Wow, I didn't pay yeah. attention to them at Ron all Yance this offseason. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean uh, if you could start a team any worse than what Cincinnati has done, I feel bad for their fans. And, I, I mean, I thought we set the bar pretty low. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we did. Well, they we, came in and just broke the barrier. Away. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they, they lose their their first head coach after, what, 11 games? Yeah. Then they get a interim head coach, and then they hired Ranyan's midseason. Mm-hmm. I don't and remember he was a he, big hullabaloo. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, he's well, European. He's, you know. <laughs> to be fair, like, they didn't blow. They they set the new bar. Now, yeah. the Loons, what, wasn't it 70 and 71? It was 70 and 71, yep. So, and I mean, Cincinnati was 75 last yep. year. So, yeah, I'm but, ta- but I'm talking about, like... Their differential was... Organizationally. Organizational-wise. The Loons, organization-wise... Was okay. Were okay. 
Yeah. Cincinnati organization wise has been a shit show. Well, yeah. don't roll at me. least yeah. at least, and we we've made so much fun of it over the last couple of years that the Minnesota United had a plan going into their first they couple did. seasons, yeah. and and they, they stuck to it. And props to them. But you know, how do you feel if you're a Cincinnati fan? Like you feel like shit. Yeah. Just, it's up in the air. Like yeah. I haven't been following them in the off season, but is there any reason for optimism yet? No. No. I, I don't no. It's been a, it's been a pretty quiet. Yeah. Eh, yeah, off they, season. They did sign a new DP in Jurgen Lokadia, but um, I don't really know much about him. He either. played for PSV a few years ago, but, but yeah, it's yeah. it's a mess. If, if your front office is that screwed up, it's gonna go to the pitch. And, I mean, and you know, after after Ron says his comments, mm-hmm. it's starting to come out that there's been a pattern. Yes. Of him being racist. Yes, exactly. I mean, you would think a team would research this a little bit. Well, yeah. this has happened numerous times in professional sports. Yeah. But it's Europe. I mean, Europeans are fucking racists. There's been some incidents lately. We're yeah. not going to get into about yeah. being racist, fans being racist. And yeah. I cannot believe in 2020, right now, that fans still do that type of shit. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I could go into why I think you know, the U.S. has had to deal with this for years, because centuries, because of how we treat yeah. black people. Yeah, Europeans didn't have to deal with that. No, so they've always had this little shit show festering underneath. Yeah, yeah. No, but anyway, that's another story. But yeah. so reality is the yeah their fo is a mess. Cincinnati is a shit show, and uh, yeah. good luck to them. Yeah, good so, luck to Nashville in that respect. So a lot of people are saying that they're. Uh, FC Cincinnati again this year. Uh, they're FC Cincinnati 2.0 this year. So, wow. uh, like five of those, I hope not. those I mean, seven experts that we were talking about before, uh, five of them picked Nashville to come last wow. in, yeah. uh, in the West. There. I mean, at least they uh, they had their stadium figured out. Now. Well, and that exa- they had the stadium issue. Which I hope not go sure. figure. The Wills yeah. are the Wills are involved. I mean, Wolves are involved with the bad stadium situation. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a shame to see. Like, I mean, I mean, hopefully Nashville will fare a little better in Miami, for that matter. But I mean, I wonder. I mean, is the expansion? Is it? Are they expanding too fast? I mean, um, I don't know. I don't. That's and the floodgates are opening now. That's a, that is a very real issue. Yeah. They're, they're probably not vetting as well as they should. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at Chicago. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I have no doubt yeah. that the United States. You know. The top tier professional soccer in the United States can support thirty or thirty two teams. I have yeah, no yeah, doubt no, of that. Yeah, absolutely, but yeah. is it happening too fast? And right. Maybe could we're be. seeing that. I don't know. But. It could be, but they've got the fan bases for it. Like Sacramento's coming in in a couple of years. St. Yeah. Louis is coming in in a couple of years. Uh, Austin, Austin, Austin and Charlotte mm-hmm. uh, next year. Is yeah. Austin the one that's got the women owned? No, that's no. Uh, Charlotte. Is that Charlotte? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Austin's the former Columbus. Okay. You mentioned Charlotte's it last movie. podcast, didn't you, how like, you're excited for Austin to open yeah. up. That, that's a town that I've, I've never been to Austin, Texas, yeah. before, but I love to. So. I, I'm really hoping that Minnesota will play Austin in Austin yeah. over South by Southwest. Oh, yeah. Because that oh, would be fantastic. Could be you awesome. imagine? Yeah. Well, I mean, there. I would be going it. You know, when is that ever? Is that in the summer? When is it's that? uh, it's sp- late spring, right? Yeah, late yeah, spring. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, that'd be, I'd be gone. I want to. I hope Nashville's in a shit show because I kind of want to go see a game in Nashville. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Nashville would be awesome. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm really excited for Miami Freedom Park to open up too. Yeah, and you know, props to them for making 
making that stadium Lockhart yeah. look good. Yeah. I mean, I saw recent pictures of that. I'm like, that's yeah. and actually screw the stadium in Miami. Yeah. Just stay there. It's I mean, a nice we, stadium. Uh, MLS has come a long way. Yeah. They're sure going to go has. through growing pains. Yeah. Cincinnati is one of those growing pains. I think MLS is going to be just fine, though. They'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. Let's uh, move on. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at oh. the 2020 MLS standings, and they, Cincinnati's actually in fifth place with zero, <laughs> zero points. Well, that's with zero. <laughs> yeah. That's alphabetic. Something. I think it's random. They have and again, col- they also have Colorado heading up the West. In so. first place right yeah. now, yes. <laughs> yes, you, yes so. you wonder why people are on Twitter saying, well, get Dave off his podcast. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it just goes to show you how excited I am for the season to start next week. I'm just so looking forward to it. I'm looking at the standings. I'm in it. Let's get out of the let's get out of soccer. Well, in order to stay in soccer, but let's go to Connor. Connor's gonna do his thing where he talks about history again. So we yeah, that so much last time. So yeah, um, Tony, I know how much you liked. Uh, the some of the names that came in the MISL. I still think um, Cleveland should have been the Steamers. Yep. I swear to God, uh, it was St. Louis instead. Yeah, but think uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I was just—I thought that was funny. I was when I was listening to that part of the yeah. podcast yeah. It, before David said it. In my mind, I was thinking, "Oh, what about the red stockings and the white stockings?" Or they shortened it to red stockings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, and you said it. You brought that up. I was yeah. like, yeah. "Okay." <laughs> and that was in the infancy of baseball. Yeah, exactly. a hundred years ago, or right. more than a hundred years right. ago. So. All right, so we'll start off with uh, February 10th of 2010, which is when Manny Lagos was named the first head coach of the NSC Stars. Oh, Manny. That's a black day in history for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> Ten years later, we're still dealing with that guy. Yeah. Uh, 2018, United lost a friendly at Orlando City, 4-1. And 2019, United signed Vito. Oh, there, Vito. Or on loan. Oh, there you go. Uh, Good day. Apparently on the 11th, nothing happened. Yeah. So hmm. maybe sometime, sometime in the future, maybe. Uh, February 12th, the Strikers won against the Pittsburgh Spirit, 5-3. It's hard, it's hard to really go against the Spirit. It's just kind of like... Yeah. There's better names than that. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Maybe. What is it? Is it something you got to get as far as names? I think that's interesting. Is it? Is it something you got to get used to, or are all the good names taken? Because I, I don't even know why I'm bringing this up, but because I don't watch, but I've more than a couple minutes. But the XFL. Yeah. You look oh, at yeah. some of the. You look at some of their team names, and especially like their uniforms and logos. The it's Battle just Hawks. Like, what are you yeah. doing? Like yeah. I don't know. Maybe my, it's, hey. favorite, my favorite one has been. Arena football had the Iowa Barnstormers. That was my favorite one. That, that actually has a ring to it. Uh, we had the Pike. <laughs> the what? We had the Fighting oh, the, Pike. The Fighting yeah. Pike, yeah. The what? Minnesota, we had the Minnesota Football League. Fighting we pike. did? We had, we had an Arena team for like two years. It was the Fighting Pike. You know what I think? It, I think... Like Northern Pike? The Fighting yeah, Pike. Yeah, I, re- I remember that. I never went to a game, but I yeah. do remember that team. I think I think you struggle with a new league. I think the secret is to keep it simple. Yeah. yeah. You know, and look at... Look at Minnesota United FC. That's pretty yeah, in that's the pretty, simple. That's in soccer terms. That's soccer. Yeah. yeah. And the loons, it's not like they it's didn't soccer. go crazy with that. No. So, I don't know. All right. So, on to February 13th, 1985. Sorry, the, the Pittsburgh Spirit one was 1986. Uh, 1985 Strikers win against Baltimore Blast. 6-5. And 1987 Strikers win against San Diego Soccers. Three two soccer. Yep. Good lord. That was another big one. Good god. That's original. How? St- how? The 
marketing team. Let's call ourselves the Sockers. Yeah, the Sockers. Oh. And it's, it's spelled S-O-C-K-E-R-S, too. Yeah, I remember, I remember you saying that. And yeah. it, you know, I just have to say, at least, uh, you know, somebody's got a sense of humor. Yeah. You know. Or, yeah. they're, or they're just like, they just were completely out of ideas. <laughs> We've got a soccer team. Uh, you know, sorry to pause quick. No, go ahead. Actually, San Diego. This is a problem with San Diego because now their new team is the Loyal. Is it what? San Diego Loyal. Loyal? Loyal? Yes. It is the most absurd name ever. So apparently San Diego has a bad... They just can't name fans can be the Loyalists. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a dumb name. Sorry, continue. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, February 14th. 1986, Strikers lost against the Wichita Wings. Yeah. 5-4. Okay. Oh, wings. It's fine. By the way, I'm hearing a lot of these uh, these team names, and a lot of these same team names were part when I was playing rec soccer as a kid. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. At Fuller Soccer Club. Uh, shout out, Fuller. And uh, I, I, there were a lot of them were the Force, the Tornadoes, mm. the Lightning, the... Yeah. They, they, there were no steamers. No, there there no were no steamers, steamers just making sure. Yeah. Um, right, the 15th. Sorry. we got to pause again. Right. I had to Google to see what Wichita Wings logo was. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The it's the Wonder Woman logo. Uh, Wonder Wo- or, or, what's, the new, what's the name of the uh, restaurant? Is it a Wonder? Oh, oh. Uh, Wonder Dog? It's the, it's the Whatab- Whataburger. Whataburger. That's a Whataburger logo. Oh, really? It is. Yeah. Yeah, it literally is. That's it's the like Whataburger, Whataburger logo. Oh, it's, it's it on the other photos. Holy shit. <laughs> it's the Whataburger logo. Oh, my goodness. Damn Sorry. it. Continue again. Right? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, February 15th. Strikers win at Cleveland Force. 9-5. It's 1985. Uh, 1986, Strikers lose at Chicago Sting. Sting. 10-7. Ooh. Which, by the way, the Sting were also an NASL team before the NASL uh, folded in 1984. And then they went to the... Um, the MISL. MISL, which is the indoor soccer league. The indoor league. soccer league, yeah. Same thing that uh, was Strikers were... Strikers were also Were the outside. NASL. They played at Met Stadium. Yep. And then they went to indoor soccer league. Indoor soccer, yep. Yeah. Uh, 1986... Strikers also lost in the Chicago at the Chicago Sting. That oh yeah, did I go, did I go through that one already? It looks like I did. Uh, Strikers in 1987 won against the Wichita Wings two seven or two one. I don't know why I said two seven. 2017, United signed Josh Gatt from Moldy and Bobby Shuttleworth from the Revolution. Hey, Bobby. Hmm. God, I always liked I Bobby. Really I, I thought Gatt. he was underappreciated. Uh. I'm. You're not a fan. Well, he can make some plays, but his yeah. getting the ball out of his area had some issues. Yeah, he was really good at those reactionary saves. Yeah. yeah. But but overall, I just, getting yeah. the ball out was not a good. His not a, it was a weak point for him. Yeah. He could distribute to the sidelines fairly well. Though. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Very well. Good. Very well. Very well. Yeah. Uh, February 16th, last year, United won the first game of the Orlando City Invitation- Invitational against the New England Revolution, 1-0. Oh, that's right, because you guys you made reference to it last last podcast. They Last year, the Loons started their preseason out in Arizona, and then they went they down went to, to Florida, yeah, Florida after that. Yeah. Yeah. 
1985, Strikers lose at Pittsburgh Spirit. Pittsburgh Spirits, 5-4. 2018, United lost Game 1 of the Carolina Challenge Cup at Charleston Battery. one nothing. And 2019, uh, United won at the FIU Panthers, one nothing. Uh, February 19th, this one's kind of cool, 1976. Freddie Goodwin named the first head coach of the Minnesota Kicks. The Kicks, yeah. 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 1985, Strikers lose at Baltimore Blast, 3-2. Uh, 2015, United draw friendly at Seattle Sounders, oh. 1-1. And that's when they were still in the NSL. NSL, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and all Minnesota fans are going to like this one here, and not just United fans. United 2017 United win friendly against the Wisconsin Badgers 3-1. Oh, hey. College. It's college. college. It's college team. But hey, it was it was a win. Yeah. And considering how they opened their season that year. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Good point. Terrible. Uh, February 20th, 1987. Strikers won against Oh, here's a new one. Kansas City Comets. The Comets. Hey. 8-4. That's a, good, that's a good name. It's not bad. I'll take that. Yeah. And then last year, United won the second game at uh, Orlando City Invitational against NYCFC, 1-0. All right. I think Miguel Ibarra got the goal that day, actually. Last goal he ever scored. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. It probably wasn't. Yikes. Um... Actually, it might it might have might have been yeah his last goal yeah it might no, have been. it was uh, did he score last season yeah he he scored against San Jose last season okay. second game and then he also scored in the Open Cup against New Mexico United oh uh, that's that, right yeah uh, okay February twenty first Strikers lose at Pittsburgh Spirit eight six nineteen eighty six. Uh, 1987, Strikers win at Tacoma Stars, 6-5. Jesus. Where are the goalies in these games? Yeah. Indoor soccer, man. I know. <laughs> 2016, United lose game one of the Simple Invitational at Portland Timbers, 4-0. Simple Invitational. And here's a fun one. 2017, United sign Jerry Tison oh, from yeah. FC Luzerne. Yes. That's big one. Yeah. Uh, Swiss power. Swiss power. Yeah. He's still around the Minnesota area, isn't he? No, he's in Switzerland. Yeah, he's in Switzerland now? He plays in Switzerland. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but he's very connected to the team. He's very big on Twitter. Yeah. Same on Twitter also. 2018 United draw game two of the Carolina Challenge Cup at Atlanta United. 1-1. One, one. Oh. One team went this way, one team went this way. Yeah. Interesting. The 22nd, uh, that's that would be yesterday, right? So, yeah. Uh, 2017, United lose friendly at Toronto FC. 3 nothing. And then uh, last year, uh, today, United won a scrimmage at Orlando City SC. 3-1. Hey, good deal. Cool. We're going to see a lot more United stats coming through now that it's going yes. into March. We'll see that. Yeah. So that was uh, Connor's look in the history of soccer in uh, Minnesota. The last two weeks. 
Um, so we're gonna move on here to some stories. We have talked. There's one story I have to talk about right now, guys, and it's actually a funny soccer story out of the lower leagues of France. Okay, so it's actually a funny story that has to deal with soccer. How low is the league? I don't even. I I don't even know the league. I don't even know the team names. I'm pretty sure it's like third or fourth league, whatever it is. But uh, a French soccer player was suspended five years for biting opponent's penis. Five years? Five years. The player? Yeah. Was this in-game? No. What? Things happened in the game that occurred and then went into the parking lot and then... Into the parking lot? Yes. All right. Wow, this could go one of two ways. Amateur soccer. It's amateur soccer. All right. So it's it's like 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 park. Yeah, soccer. bar league. Yeah. He's been suspended for five years for biting an opponent's penis during a fight. Oh, I guess it was on the pitch. I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> that wasn't the parking lot, but I guess that's better. Incident occurred during a game in November between SC Turville and AS Sotrich, two clubs in the eastern region of Lorraine, separated by just a 10 minute drive. Ancient region. You said ancient, right? What? Did you say the ancient region? The uh, the Lorraine. Oh, sorry. Lorraine. I can't hear anything. When two players began fighting, the unidentified victim, a Turville player, stepped in to break it up. That's when the Sotrich player bit the Turville player on the penis. So there's a fight going on, and a guy came in to break it up, and one guy bit the other guy. I don't know. The guy who came to break it up? Yes. Sounds the victim like was forced to go to the emergency room where he received a dozen stitches. Yikes. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a wound and was deemed unfit to work for four days. I was going to ask, well, how do they know? <coughs> Assuming they were wearing shorts. And, yeah. But I guess that confirms it. The uh, matter was referred to a disciplinary arm of the local soccer governing body, which ruled this week that the Sortich player be suspended for five years. His club was also fined 200 euros. 200? <laughs> what? For an amateur team? That's, I would think that's a decent amount of money. Now, this is the best no, part. The medical class, though? Yeah, yeah. yeah Incredibly, yeah. the victim and his club were also punished. Really? Oh, wow. He was suspended until June 30th of 2020 for his action in the locker room and the parking lot. They were also fined 200 euros and docked two points in the league standings. <laughs> so he must have been wow. suspended for the rest of the season. Yeah. What, this guy, I mean, what did this fight look like? I, I, I've never seen pictures. I wish there were pictures. There's got to be video somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I've heard of guys, like, in fights, you know, kicking somebody in the nads, in the nads, and whatever, but biting a guy in the penis? Yeah. Come on. Well, we don't I, do that. After what you've seen with Luis Suarez and in the past. Yeah, yeah, but at least yeah. he, he kept it above the belt. He, he kept mean, it above the belt, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Wow. Oh. Biting the penis. What is wow. I, I have to find. I have to find a video. Of this yeah, because we'll find a video. in this day and age, somebody has to have a video. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just don't understand. How does it devolve into biting someone's penis? Stick to the ears. It's I mean, yeah. Just yeah. wonder. How that thought even enters your head? Well, you know? My first thought yeah. would be to bite a guy's wiener. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, I'd punch the guy or shove him yeah. away. Biting the wiener is like not a thing that usually. Like, what would you I think about? What do you for? You think about biting somebody's nose or ear, right? Sure. I mean, all the time. Ear, Mike Tyson. And even that's it. pretty low down on the list. Yeah, you don't bite. Yeah. I mean, I can see biting somebody's arm. Right. You're like in a scuffle. And you bite their arm. Don't. That's the most likely it gets. Uh, what I tell my girls all the time is, don't bite your friends. Right. You don't bite your friends. I mean, we're dealing with that with Oliver right now. I don't, is he biting? At a year old, he is wants he to biting? bite everyone. Is he biting? Yeah. He's a biter? He's a teen. He's a teen. Oh. You bite things. He's biting your daughter? No, actually. That's good. But he likes to bite his friends' faces. Hmm. Yeah. What? Yeah. He's biting his friends' faces? Yeah. At daycare? Yeah. Seriously? Wow. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Exactly. Get on that. But it, it's like he's teething. What do you do? He wants to chew on things. Well, give him some teething stuff. Yeah. Not his friend's yeah. face. Give him that, that, that opens another can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> the daycare's not giving him his, his pass. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's their fault. Yeah. Yeah. But still, again, let's go back to it. He yeah. bit the guy's penis. He did. Yes, he did. Who does that? I don't know. I don't were, there, know. were there reasons afterwards, stated afterwards or not? I didn't say yeah, it. We don't know the we background know. of the fight. So. No, it's, you know, it's, amateur it's the whole thing. You, you can't try Probably and understand drunk. it because you just won't be able to understand. Yeah. You can't understand I mean, do they serve wine at these games for they the could. players? Maybe. Like maybe it's a at halftime they have a few well, glasses again, of wine? You can't explain it away with wine. Well, if they're drunk, they could. I mean, it might help, but if it was Russia vodka, yeah, it'd be plenty. Yeah. What I'm saying is that, I mean, that's low. That's that's the lowest of low. Yeah, it sounds like something Italians would do. Don't no. Don't give Johnny any more ammo. Jeez. Sorry, Italians. Yeah. No, we would never do that. Never. So, uh, so that was a funny soccer story. Now we have two more stories. I have two more stories. Do you guys want to go with uh, Naked Japanese Festival? Or... Or... Guy Who's Dating a Ghost. Guy Who's Dating uh, a Ghost. Let's go with Guy Who's Dating a Ghost. So, this guy out in... Uh, I think he's in New Jersey, I believe. Uh, says... Love and happiness are found in different ways. For 35-year-old Gary DeNova, it came through a specter he met at dinner. He met the ghost at dinner? Yes. DeNova's been dating Lisa, the specter mentioned above, for almost three years. He saw her at a restaurant while he was eating by himself. She came over and suggested the risotto to him. Hmm. <laughs> we met two years ago when I was in a restaurant by myself having dinner. Since I've interacted with spirits before, I wasn't startled when I saw her. So this is like the first one. He's interacted with spirits before, and then he met right. this girl at the restaurant. She recommended I try the risotto and asked me if my date was running late. I told her I wasn't expecting anyone that I was, and I was single. Go figure. She giggled and disappeared. I took her suggestion, ordered the risotto. It was delicious. When I was leaving the restaurant, she was waiting by the door for me and said, "Well," I told her she was right and asked her how she knew it was so good. She told me it was her grandmother's recipe, and the restaurant had been owned by her family for three generations. I asked when I could see her again. She said, "You know where to find me." So they've been dating for a while. Then they asked this place, asked about their love life. This is where it gets weird. When asked about their love life, he said it was amazing. He said, obviously, it's different than having sex with a living woman. I would imagine. Very. Well, no, yeah. I wonder. 
It's hard to explain. <laughs> really? Mm. But the sex is pretty amazing. <laughs> Firstly, it's, it's colder because of the lack of body heat. <laughs> Oh my god. This, this requires this requires whiskey. <laughs> I feel her body through vibrations. Alright. The connection I had with Lisa when we were making love is much stronger than I've had with a living woman because it requires me to concentrate harder. Because she's not there, dumbass. <laughs> Lisa's sex drive is also a lot higher than other girls I've been with. Sometimes it's overwhelming. Hmm. They moved in together in 2019. Well, now she lives with the guy. So did you put her name on the lease then? I guess. Yeah. I'm careful about who I introduce Lisa to. The only people I know about that know about her are my close friends. Although they can't see her, they're happy for me. The only thing they tease me about is her age. She was 19 when she passed. Yeah. They when did about, she pass? Well, she was 19. I don't know when she passed. Yeah. But they tease her about her age, not the fact that she's not real. She's the ghost. Right. As for co-workers, I don't say anything because I'm scared of being discriminated against. <laughs> for right reason. Lisa doesn't get upset by that. She understands. Okay, first off, his friends are enablers. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, they have, finally, they have a ritual for Valentine's Day. I bet. We both think that going out on Valentine's Day is overpriced and overrated. Because you're a ghost. I don't Where are you going to go? We have a tradition. The night we make popcorn and ice cream sundaes. Then we watch our favorite movie, which is normally Ghost. <laughs> okay. I was going to say Sixth Sense, but... Tony, I, I was I buying into was this. So I was buying into your story the whole time until that last comment. Their favorite movie is Ghost. Like a really? news story. Yeah, BuzzFeed or something like that. Uh, we can't help it. After we make love on a bed of roses. The roses stay on the bed and we go to sleep, so we wake up to small flowers. This year we're getting kinky. We're going to have our first threesome. Lisa has befriended a female spirit. I thought it would be fun to bring oh, her over and spice things up. I never had one. Oh, that's, that's, that's a mistake. That's a mistake. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. The Novels told the Daily Star online about things he does Daily Star, for Daily her during Star. the day. I make her breakfast in bed. French toast her favorite. I also leave notes hidden throughout her apartment for her to find while I'm at work. Romantic things, inside jokes, naughty talk. Basically, anything that will make her smile. Oh There's a lot to unbox in this story. Yeah, there is. This guy. I mean, I mean, we could spend an episode on this. Could, yeah. So, Daily Star, that's like in the UK, then? It's in the UK. Okay. Yeah. And uh, there are some weird things in the UK. Like, it's not the most reputable thing, but I'm saying that. Well, in the Star, Daily yeah. Star is basically tabloid. Yeah, it is. This guy went into a lot of detail about it. I mean, I don't even know where to start. I don't I don't think anybody does. Sex is different. It's a lot colder. (laughs) I wonder how that makes it better. It doesn't. (laughs) Nothing there. Who's going to be the brave one to tell him that he's just masturbating? (laughs) Nobody. So far, his friends haven't told him this. I mean, right? How how mean are his friends? Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, I wonder if any of those friends are jealous. They could be. I mean, you know. Do That's gonna be the next episode like? of. No, yeah. I mean, she's nineteen. That's yeah, gonna be the next episode of intervention. Don't yeah, there. pretty much. Yeah. So, so it, obviously, it was her family's business. So there yeah. must be evidence that this girl existed. Exactly. Yeah. But he doesn't say where the place is at. This is what I'm thinking. He doesn't say where the place is at, so you could not go like look it up. Right. 
and see, oh, did somebody die who was 19 here and now they're a ghost? I mean, that would make sense, right? Not the ghost part, but the fact that somebody died 19. I mean, it so, sounds like Ghost Hunters needs to look at Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, come on. I, it's just, I, I know, it's crazy, right? That's nuts. I, I had mean, to bring we, it up. We need to end with that story. Because seriously, that, that's just like... <laughs> you want to talk about naked guys in Japan? Are we done? Are we are we over time? We, we might be over time. All right. Well, but I, I mean, so does the restaurant's family confirm that Lisa was their daughter? Or well, we can see. I mean, well, obviously, uh, she said it was her grandmother's. So right. we don't know. Huh? That's. Interesting. I mean, it, okay, you can make up a story about dating a ghost, right? I can make well, yeah. it. Well, I'm dating a ghost, and she's here. Would you go into detail about your sex life? That's just another level. Have, right. Have they, did they mention if, like, the, this ghost had dated any other gentleman? We don't know about them. Well, apparently, no. Or if spirit. they intend to get married. Yeah. And well, she's got a spirit friend, a girlfriend who's going to come and have a threesome. Well, I get a, a spirit dating another spirit, but it's hard to get. It's just, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, how do, <laughs> Either. Well, one thing is they're, they're sure not in a monogamous, monogamous relationship. No, for sure. no. Yeah. yeah, I just assumed ghosts date other ghosts. I didn't know they could. I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, I didn't know. Never would even, even cross my mind, and I still don't know what to say about that story. <laughs> I just I thought it was funny. It was a funny story. That is funny. Mm. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll save naked Japanese guys yeah. for next time. After our first win of the season. Yes. Yes. First couple wins. That's hopefully. right. That's, That's right. Because right. you got San Jose too. That's right. So I want to say uh, thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get your custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Are you tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. I want to say, again, thanks to uh, Moss Brewing Company for having us out here today. We are available on uh, BGN. The BGN Network, BGN.fm. Yep. Uh, iTunes, Spreaker. iTunes, Spreaker. Podcast Minnesota. There's a couple of websites. Yes. Spotify. So Pod MN app. Pod MN app. That's the newest one. And okay. Podcast MN. MN.com. Yep. Right. Spotify. Anywhere you can find a podcast, yeah. you can find us. Um, we're also uh, we're talking about making some shirts. Yeah. yeah. So when we do that, you guys, through. Buy those shirts up. Wear them to Loons games. Yeah. Oh, going. Give us a like on Twitter. Twitter, yeah. Facebook, yeah. Instagram. 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 Like us everywhere. And uh, go out and buy beers from the places we've gone to. Moss Brewing Company. Yeah. Place gone to before. Uh, they are local. We want to keep it local. So there you go. Uh, for myself, Tony, for Dave, David, and Connor, we'll talk to you guys in two weeks. Yep. Yeah.
You've been camping in your backyard, cycling in your living room. You've been enjoying rain showers in your bathroom, campfires on your TV screen. You've been counting stars and birds from your window and holding family cookouts in the kitchen. Now, get ready to go. Go on a real vacation. Take the wheel at your nearest RV dealer or at GoRV.com. It's time to go back to work. There's a lot to do. We have things to make, stuff to build, cargo to ship, customers to serve. So grab a five-hour energy and get ready. For 16 years, through good times and bad, five-hour energy has been there helping hard-working people get stuff done. It's time to go back to work. Let's roll up our sleeves and get going. For more information and to order online, visit 5hourenergy.com. 